1: In a Mississippi Minute That's right Welcome folks to In a Mississippi Minute, I'm Steve Azar and as I do and do often throughout my show because I know all of the fantastic people places and things we have to showcase and celebrate in this cool state of ours just go to visitmississippi.org to find out more Okay, something only done once before in history I'm talking in history That's what today's guest is all about and you dang right he's a repeat on my show, because I love him. But even more than that, a lot's transpired since we've last chatted. As Mount Everest was a feat he was yet to climb. He's climbed the six summits, he had one left, and now he's done them all. I mean, come on. I'm so excited. To just I want to know details. He's a former Washington Husky football player, a Hall of Fame member there, a former NFL wideout for our New Orleans Saints and the Raiders He's got a hit podcast called So Profoundly and Perfectly Named, Finding Your Summit. He's an inspirational speaker, and inspiration period. And I'm ready to hear all about Everest and the other mountains he's conquered. I want details this time about each triumph, the challenges that led him to each dose of exhilaration. A side note, while he was climbing Everest, we were texting back and forth quite a bit, sometimes in the middle of the night uh, when I have uh, that I can't sleep thing. And, uh, so I felt like I was along for the ride, which we both know, or all of us know we weren't, or I wasn't. So, uh, love keeping up with him that way. So let's just get to it in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio and welcome in Mark Patterson. What's up?
2: Hey, buddy. Uh, Hey, listen, great, great intro. Thank you so much for that. And before we kick things off, um, I have to give you a big shout out. You know, I, I was, um, I was blessed and fortunate, um, to be invited to your golf tournament weekend uh down in greenville mississippi i flew up from the west coast i haven't been in greenville in 30 years since my my good buddy and your brother-in-law brian Carey and your sister got married out there mm-hmm. and um i i can't even tell you like i was so blown away and my gal that i am with dars who you met she'd never been to the south And we were so blown away by the hospitality, Um, all the people that were involved in your tournament, how gracious they were, how giving they were you know, it's just, you don't get people like that and and you've got them all bundled up right there in the state of Mississippi so I, I want to give a shout out because it, it is, it does, it's a difference maker, I've been all over the world, I've been all over the states and um, it really stood out, so congratulations to that, but you know, it's just like everybody out there for the great state of Mississippi needs to be recognized for what they bring to the table, just amazing people
1: oh, I love it, thank you, we're talking to Mark Patterson he's made me feel good, I'm glowing right now everybody, I think everybody that's listening right now, you should be glowing too because it's all about us well i mean that's the part that comes that's the part that really comes easy you know um i was talking yesterday i had an interview uh that i was being interviewed and um people were talking about until you've come to mississippi you you know whatever you've heard or or not heard or whatever you just got to experience it uh and william faulkner said it so profoundly and so perfectly and i've used the word profoundly twice so i apologize i'm moving on right now before i get in trouble and step on my own tongue hey mark I wanna know one thing. When you when you came, I remember you thirty years ago. I remember what shape yeah. shape you were in. Uh yeah. you were a tall you tall wide receiver. You weren't like six you know, five eleven or six, but you're about what, six three? Yeah. I remember the shape you were in. Although it's a tad different, it's incredible the shape you're in now. Compared to football and yeah. how you had to prepare yourself and what you had to look like and feel like then to climb Everest. What's the difference in your body? Shape? Uh, you know you know nutrition I mean what is it? what do you look like compared to back then and what do you feel like?
2: Well, it's, you know, look, I, I mean, how do I feel like today? I feel much weaker just because that's I, what I, I just went through. I felt like I just went through a tornado, right? So, and that wasn't fun. I dropped 25 pounds when I came off the mountain. I feel like I aged 30 years. But, you know, before I went there, I felt like I was 39. I mean, all gunned up and just like I was playing football. You know, my body shape really hasn't changed too much. And I didn't have to really go through any mega transformations because I I think you're you're like this too you know at the end of the day and at the core we're both gym rats and one of the things that so many NFL guys do is when they get done playing they just stop because you know we've been at it at such a high level for such a long time and the one thing and a difference with me is is I just never stopped you know now I wasn't grinding you know 10 hours a day and in, in pre-training like I do today but you know, still preparing for Everest. I was doing, and I still do, you know, I've ramped it back up. Um, I love doing two-a-days. I get up in the morning like I did this, this morning and crank out an hour of CrossFit. Um, and then, in, late in the afternoon, after I've been sitting in my chair all day, I, I you know, tear up the mountain. And it, that is what brings me joy and happiness. And that's what also, as a, as a byproduct, has kept me in shape all these years.
1: We're talking to Mark Patterson. Hey Mark, so well, let me get one thing straight with, real quick, the gym rat part. When I was in college, yes, because my room one of my roommates would literally when I was trying to take a nap at two p.m. He was he was benching four hundred pounds at the time, so it was easy for him to lift me out of bed he pried me out of bed and threw me on his shoulder and said we're going to work out but but i do this stupid nutty 20-minute workout i've been doing it for about 25 years and if it's in the shower i call it shower and power okay everybody lay down for a minute i'm serious i i do it quick and it's all dynamic tension and especially when you're on the tour bus when the bus was moving you for some reason You had all this friction when you were doing push-ups. Everything was twice as hard. Squats, it felt like you had weight on you because you were moving down the highway. I don't know what the physics behind all that is, but that's sort of my thing. So compared to what you do, I mean, I'm like, um, it's not good. It's just not good.
2: Well, I'll tell you you one thing, and I'll I'll end it on this. You know, one thing that, you know, like a major shift is when I was playing football, you know, I was benching all kinds of crazy weight. You know, I, I, I think my peak was about 350 pounds. Right. And I don't do that anymore. And it's more lighter weights, higher reps, a lot of what you're talking about, you know, doing push ups, using your own body weight. And that has been what's helped transform. And, and, you know, because otherwise I'm just going to injure myself. But, you know, I love just doing, getting down and doing those things that you just talked about with no weights. And just, it can can actually keep you in extremely good shape.
1: When you got here, you looked hungry. How much dough, steak, and tamales did you have? I want to know. You have a whole one. You have the you have the big seventy two out 96-er or whatever.
2: <laughs> you know, look, I just kept reaching over. Unfortunately, as you know, I sat in the kitchen. I kept reaching over and grabbing a bunch of you know salad and bread and yeah you know, more steak and all those those tamales. So, I mean, just unbelievable food I put in my mouth and those people work so hard to make that right. It was, it was a it. great experience.
1: I love we finished with my buddy Tweety's catfish. It's the best in the world. So we we feed you and we feed you often. Okay, let's get away from the Delta Soul. You're obviously you and Darcy are going to be invited for the rest of your lives. So uh, there's a good and bad. We're like the Hotel California. Once you check in, we'll let you go back home, but you're a permanent fixture, so we hope you're gonna come back. Uh with well,
2: all I, and, and and I'll tell you another thing, if you ever need any help with uh, you know, Morton Anderson, Bobby or some of those old, you know, Saint Gmates, you just let Mort- me know and that's a quick ring.
1: Pretty good, pretty good football players, weren't they? Morton, I mean yeah. how long did that last? Unbelievable. Twenty
2: five years. Twenty five years and Hall of Famer.
1: Well yeah, he deserves I mean unbelievable. And Bobby was sort of a savior at the time because he was a great quarterback, man, really great. Prolific passer just he fit New Orleans' personality perfect um you know it was he was one of theirs, so it was pretty cool right good dude well, to play for play thing, with.
2: man i got I, yeah and both those guys amazing guys and uh side note, I was invited to Morton's Hall of Fame uh induction in New Orleans about I don't know four or five years ago, and it was just an amazing experience to be kind of like your deal where you know it's a private um you know, kind of exclusive event that you know, some really cool people have been invited and, you know, I'm in there in this room, this restaurant that we used to go to all the time and Bobby A. Bear was there and Coach Jim Moore Sr. was in there and and uh, um, uh, Archie Manning who used to call up our games, you know, so just sure. caught up with all those guys, just such wonderful people and the thing that's cool about it is it didn't matter if you were a Hall of Famer, you know, like Morton was going into or, you know, myself played five years, you know, we're just all in the club and nobody judges anybody based on you know how great they did it's just if you're in the club you're in the club and it's it's just amazing to be at this age and be reflective and go back and be able to hang out with those guys just like i did with some of those nfl guys you brought in this this last weekend yeah um yeah in greenville yeah some of those guys hit you didn't they they did. And, uh, you know, the thing is, now I can hit them. I can run much faster than they can, so they can't catch me.
1: I was talking to Greg Lloyd, and I said, Greg, how much weight have you lost? I mean, you're in great shape. He goes, Steve, I was 225 when I played for the Steelers. I'm still 225, and he's a seventh-degree black belt. Wow. So that's pretty insane. Uh, just great group of guys, Dwight Hicks, Pete Shaw. They yeah. were a lot of the new addition. You you guys were all the new amigos. We had a great time. Um, I'm going to Jimbo Covert. He's invited me to play a couple songs with, along with Edwin McCain. He's getting inducted. So we're going to be with the, a lot of the 85 Bears uh, this uh, August. So I'm looking forward to that in Canton. I've never been there. Looking forward to being at the ceremony. Jimbo's a great guy, and uh, yeah. what an honor. Hey, listen, you and I can ramble on and on, and we haven't talked about anything you've physically done on any mountain yet we're going to go into a break i'm with mark patterson in the keep mississippi beautiful studio i'm steve azar you're in a mississippi minute visit mississippi.org is the place check it out we'll be right back
3: it's a madness sale we're back on the lot the deals are astounding really stop the noise Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors, on Highway 463 in Brandon at the corner of Baker Lane and Vine Street. Online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors.
5: Made us in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping, and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's
3: The staff at Burke Handling Systems would like to pay special tribute to our troops from Mississippi that are serving here and abroad. From Burke Handling Systems, we salute you. Have a happy 4th of July holiday from your friends at Burke Handling Systems.
0: Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar.
1: Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, and Lord is it ever. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out what I'm talking about. Just so many wonderful things that are right here. Right here in the soul, rooted. Mark Patterson is my guest, former NFL man at the Saints, the Raiders, Hall of Famer at Washington Huskies. Uh, And he just... Climb Mount Everest, number seven. It took him a decade to finish all this, mainly because of COVID. So he had a little bit of a break. All right, Mark, I want you to take me now through when you're ready to climb Everest and COVID happens and and you got to sort of put your workout regime on pause. Take me through this last year and a half. Before you got to actually, you know, it was delayed. You were ready. So how do you prepare mentally or stay prepared rather than that, which is harder? And then take me, I want the journey. I want to know what it was like.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, it's a great question. So I was, so let, let's just reset really quickly. So my goal, you know, nine years ago when I was going through a tough patch was to set a big goal, and for me a big goal was I want to go and become the first NFL player to ever climb the seven summits, and the seven summits are the seven highest um, mountains on every continent, of course there's seven continents. So slowly I've worked my way around the world, um, knocking these things off, and, you know, originally I thought seven, you know, seven summits, seven years and so we just go ching 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 and i forgot about mother nature and just things happen and the mother nature park came in 2017 when i was on denali which is up in alaska it's a wicked mountain because of you know how far you up north you're you're up north it's off the barren sea you know extremely cold temperatures and we ran into minus 80 degree weather and so that i got pushed back that was hard because you have to carry 140 pounds on your back which is insane going up these, wow. you know, very deep and steep, um, uh, I wouldn't, I don't know if call them hills. I don't know what you call them, but you know, just as you're going up the mountain, it, it's just super steep and it's just that mother to haul all that weight up to 14,200 feet, uh, camp three, um, before you make your way to the top and climb these ice walls and things like that. So anyways, I came back in 2018 and made that happen. And so, um, uh, off, I went the next year down to Antarctica. There's a mountain down there called Vincent Massif and was able to suc- successfully climb that mountain. So then I was like, okay, now I'm on to 2020 and this is Everest. And um, I had literally packed my car, and this goes back now to m- early March 2020, been working out like an animal, um, you know, preparing, running up and down. I live in some Valley, Idaho, so I live at 6,000 feet running up and down this, this mountain um, every single day, and then I packed the bags, going to head out to L.A. to see my daughters, hang with them for a couple of weeks before my plan was to head off to Nepal, and, and literally during this time when we'd leave and when we land in L.A., and as you remember, if we all go back to COVID, every single day, You know, it just got worse and worse and it was the top of the news and everybody talking about it and then things starting to shut down and then it just got out of control and ultimately uh, the world shut down and along with that, um, Everest Nepal, which is where I was flying into and the side I was going to climb on, you know, that all uh, went out the window and so uh, I ended up being anchored in LA for the next three or four months Um, and you know I I would say it was really disappointing at first, um, but what I had to do, and this, this lasted about 48 hours, I just reset my mind, and I said, you know what, I'm going to look at this as an opportunity, not an obstacle, and I'm going to take myself to even a higher level. I thought I was at a higher level, and I said, I'm going to take it to where a place I don't even know, and so I just reset my goals, my reset my training regimen, and off I went, and got back into it and then you know slowly covid has disappeared the one thing that i was really fearful of before i went over there um march 30th of this year was about getting the vaccine i didn't want to be in that country without being vaccinated and i was kind of right on the edge of all that happening but at the end of the day i got that done
1: And which feat and which mountain uh, was the most challenging and was everest no a no-brainer more challenging or no
2: well, in my opinion, it's, it's a whole different set. I mean, Denali is it's North America's highest peak, and it's, it's dangerous. Um, the weather can be super wicked. It's very unpredictable, those things. But at the end of the day, it's 22,000 feet. Our high base camp was 26,500 feet. I mean, it's just a whole different level. And of course, the top of Everest is up in the jet stream, 29,032 feet. Mm-hmm. There's a jet stream that sits on top, blowing 200 miles per hour for most of the year. And so the challenges that we had were, number one, going through the Kumba Icefall, which I did five times, which is a moving glacier. So if you can imagine a 30-foot ice towers that are collapsing every day, that are shifting and moving. Every time you go through there, you're playing Russian roulette. I had an avalanche come down on me. I had ice towers collapse in front of me. Mm. I had to climb over sixty foot foot ice walls. I mean imagine that and then repelling back off those things back down I, it's scary you know and every time you go through there, you don't know if that's going to be your last time and a lot of people got hurt and a lot of people um, you know died through there and then um, and you're not you, and you don't have a glacier with that kind of consequence on Denali. And then of course the altitude, you know, you're, you're going another, what, six, 8,000 feet uh, higher up into the sky. And, you know, and that's real in terms of when you take a step, even with an oxygen tank, you know, strapped on your back and a respirator on your mouth, you're breathing like you just run a hundred yard dash. And, you know, in, in that Mississippi, you know, hot weather, and you're just, you're just panting. And, in my case, I ran out of oxygen, not only on my way down, but also, um, I ended up not getting any oxygen sleeping in my tent the night I so so I slept the entire night um, hallucinating, freezing. I mean, I literally was dreaming that I was trying to climb out of my tent, which I like was a, it was a real thing, mm. which I would have died if that would have happened. Um, and then when I got up, I got snowblind. Uh, this is at 12:30 on the 23rd of May. I got snowblind. In my left eye which became seriously problematic in terms of that you have to clip into the mountain i couldn't see the ropes i was trying to trying to clip into so that became a problem so all these things you know were just elements that i ran into on everest that you know i guess you could get snow blind up on on denali but it's just a a different level of commitment and danger that you have to endure. And also, Tom, you know, on Denali, I was up on Denali for three weeks, which sounds like a long time. You know, on on Everest, you know, talk about enduring. Um, I was there over 70 days. That's a long time to be cold and hungry and all that stuff.
1: 70 days.
2: The wild card in all this is that two cyclones hit Nepal. We had crazy weather, you know, 50-mile-per-hour blizzards, winds, you know, minus 30, 40 degrees, um, climbing up these mountains. Um, when we got up on technically it was 1230 in the morning of the 23rd, it was blown about 45 miles per hour. And we had these ice pellets that were going left to right. And so, um, I didn't have the right kind of ice shield. And so it ripped my retina, um, and scarred it and Mm. so caused temporary blindness for about i don't know 72 hours and and so i literally could not see a thing out of my left eye and so the depth perception when i'm trying to clip in which i had a harness around my waist i'm trying to clip in with a carabiner which extends about three feet off my waist into these what we call fixed lines lines that are fixed to the mountain there's in intervals of about every 50 to 100 yards there's a new line that you got to clip into. And I couldn't, I couldn't see. And what complicated that even further is that there's five lines. You know, many of these are from years past, from other expeditions. But those lines are frayed and cut and everything else. So you got to make sure you're clipping in mm. the right one. And all the while, especially when you get towards the top, called the Hillary Step, you're on yeah. a really thin line, maybe six inches wide, where you can step. In. And you know, you're looking straight down, you know, ten thousand feet at Tibet. You know, that's why you see. And, and, you know, for a lot of reasons, people don't make it. You know, there's over 300 dead people that are lying on the mm. mountain. Mm. And, um, you know, many of them I saw. And that's a scary thing, too. So there's just a kind of a whole different level for me of challenge and danger that I experienced on that particular mountain than I, I did on any of these other mountains that I, that I went on.
1: Well, speaking for all of my listeners right now, I'm speaking for you guys. Hang in. And I know you're going to all agree with me. What's wrong with Mark Pattison? Why would he put himself through? <laughs> and, and we, uh, you know, we'd just rather tailgate. All right, so here's the deal. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Visit Mississippi.org. You just did it. You just experienced some of that. Everybody, check it out. You get to play DJ into this break. Why go catch my breath? Because this is insane and it's amazing. It's just truly wonderfully amazing. Uh, and I'm glad I've been along for some of this ride. But as you detail some of the way you fit, you felt and what you went through, um, I mean, my feet started to tingle like I was slipping down a a steep roof. You know, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Uh, amazing. So let's go. We are the birthplace of American music. So into the break, let's keep it on the Gulf Coast. Would you like to hear Three Doors Down or Jimmy Buffett? Jimmy Buffett. That was no a quick one. On. That was a quick one. It was a quick answer. Oh yeah. Our buddies, Three Door Down. We'll get you guys in next time. I'm Steve Azar with Mark Patterson. Finding Your Summit, incredible podcast that he has. He has incredible guests. You got to check it out. We'll be right back. See you again. Come Monday
0: up to date with news weather and politics that affect you and your family super talk mississippi news your news all the time on air and online super talk mississippi news at Supertalk.fm. Alito, this summer, July 14th through to 17th, the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians
5: invite you to the 71st edition of the Choctaw Indian Fair.
0: Come and experience Choctaw foods, traditional music, dances, and visit the Arts and Crafts Pavilion for exquisite art, Native American jewelry, Choctaw basketry, and so much more. Don't miss popular midway rides, nightly concerts under the stars, and the granddaddy of all field sports, Choctaw Stickball. The Choctaw Indian Fair is back. For more information, visit us online at ChoctawIndianFair.com and like us on Facebook. Hope to see you there. Hachapisalachke. Are you finding it hard to do business with hardware stores these days? Out of stocks, delayed orders, no one available to help you? Ace Bolt & Screw would like to invite you in to either one of their locations for fast, friendly service and the hardware you need in stock. Every kind of tool and accessory you need for every kind of job. And millions of specialty bolts and screws. If Ace Bolt & Screw doesn't have it, they don't make it. Shop Ace Bolt & Screw in Glockstadt just off 555 next door to Camper Corral and on Julianne Street, right
5: Madison Sellers on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center.
3: That's 601-345-8090 Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com That's Barone'sTreePros.com Attention, if you deal with anything From minor to extremely hazardous Environmental spills, you've got to check out The full line of absorbents at ESI Supply They've got white and gray absorbent
0: pads By the bundle or by the roll Sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry Spill kits and more Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more
1: About how you can be prepared and protect your businesses Liability 6019334910. That's 6019334910. Or visit esisupply.net.
5: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. With experts warning that the emerging Delta variant may be more infectious, state epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers explained that having a large amount of the population unvaccinated could have dire consequences.
2: Not only can it be transmitted
3: to those individuals who are unvaccinated, but it can also be transmitted to folks who are fully vaccinated who may not be completely protected from the vaccine or may be in congregate settings where their exposure rises to a higher level.
5: Mississippi currently has 29 cases of that strain. Amazon has announced it'll build a solar farm in Scott County. It's part of the company's launch of new renewable energy projects in the U.S. The Mississippi solar site is one of 14 new projects in North America and Europe. The Scott County site is expected to be online by 2024. I'm Kelly Bennett. Solutions. Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home.
1: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Just want to remind you about the ninth Annual Palmer Home for Children Radio Fund on July 15th, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you donate to Palmer Home for Children, you're helping complete a child's life through healing
0: and restoration. And with your blessing, Palmer Home for Children can continue to make these precious lives whole again. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Mark Patterson is my guest, former NFL College Hall of Famer. Uh, Finding Your Summit is this cool, cool podcast he's been doing it for a lot of years, probably longer than I've been doing my show. I'm in my four, well into my fourth year now. Um, so uh, it's, it's been a blast for me, and I know you enjoyed it. I've been a guest twice on your show, uh, Mark Patterson, and uh, you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Visit Mississippi.org is it. Check it out. All right, Mark, let me ask you this question. Is there a particular strategy, a book you read, cliff notes, I don't know, uh, YouTube videos? What is it? And is there a, an order or strategy to climbing which mountain? And what's why, why do you pick a particular order? Is it strictly based on the height? Uh,
2: no, it's based on a lot of different factors. And it's actually a fantastic question. And, you. you know, when I started this journey, um, you know, nine years ago or so, I, I actually, I was in Washington, D.C. I was in Georgetown, right? And I had taken my family, um, uh, my kids. We took them back to Washington, D.C. And they were going to roll up to uh, New York and have some, you know, it spring break or something. And and um, all, as this was coming to me, I asked myself the same question, like, where do you start? You know, I knew I was going to start with Everest, but where do you start? And so I ca- ca- uh, called a a, uh, a guy who I know who owns one of these, um, outdoor um, expedition um, uh, climbing companies, and his name is Phil Ursler he'd, he'd climbed he's climbed the Seven Summits multiple times. And I called him up and I said, "Hey, you know, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Like, how do you? Well, what's the roadmap?" And so he essentially like spelled it all out. And and essentially the order, and I'll I'll do this really quickly. Um, no, the getting... the order went um, starting off. Climbed down to, uh, to Africa, into Tanzania, to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. I've actually climbed that now twice. You know, that's at 19,333 feet. And, and the reason why that's a good place to start is there's no technical aspect of that particular mountain. Um, for the most part, it's just can you handle altitude. And, and so, you know, I passed that, that test. And then the next year, um, I went off to Russia, of all places, down in the Caucasus Mountains, um, and and uh, that is Europe's highest point. So that was a crazy experience. Uh, planes, trains, automobiles, and, and other things that went along with that trip. And then the next year, what I call the fun seven, I flew off to Australia, and I climbed a mountain called Mount Kosciuszko. It's not that high. Probably on on uh, Mississippi standards, it's high, eight thousand feet. <laughs> but on you know the world scope, it's not that high. But I had a great time in Australia. It was it was a good time to be down there, interacting with those people. The next year, I went to South America, um, and I climbed a mountain called Aconcagua. I think you have to actually climb that mountain to be able to say that word but Aconcagua, and that was really a <laughs> test. Trying to spell of, it right, and now. I handled <laughs> all these different pieces and parts because it was hard. Um, it was long; it was fairly long at that time. It was like a three-week journey. I um, went up to 23,000 feet. Again, I had no issues, um, and was able to successfully make that. And then the next year was 2017. When we got into that um, that issue uh, with minus 80 degree weather up on uh, up on uh, Denali, Denali, which is right. North America's highest point in Alaska, so I came back again in 2018, uh, June 4th, I summited um, uh, that mountain. Um, it was a great experience. Uh, we had a great streak of weather, and then the day that we left, it was a blizzard <laughs> for another. Mm-hmm you know, three weeks, and nobody summited. So I got, you know, there's definitely a bit of luck that plays into all this. And then, as I mentioned before, um, 2019, uh, flew down to Antarctica, which is uh, an insane, you know, it's just like penguins and no people. It's just, (laughs) (laughs) there's not a whole lot going on down there, and just a fascinating place to be. Um, But I was able to go up and climb and summit that mountain, came down. 2020, we had COVID, and then, of course, I just, you know, like 25 days ago, stood on top of the world in uh, Nepal, which is Asia's highest mountain.
1: Now, I'm reading something right now. It says you climbed Kilimanjaro and Denali twice. Why?
2: Yeah, well, the, the second time, the, the the Denali was because the weather, you know, pushed me back. We talked about that already. And then, um, it was a really cool thing. It really, you know, helped propel me into the world of giving. And that was, um, Chris Long, who is Howie Long's son, first-round draft pick, um, played 10 years in the NFL. He started an organization called Water Boys, and his whole kind of fame, theme behind this was trying to um, bring money and awareness uh, to build water wells for the people in the side tribe in East Africa. And so uh, went down there with, I think, seven other NFL guys. Jim Moore Jr. is one of them. Um, and some military people. We went out into the villages, and, and we saw these people. We celebrated with them, and it was just so amazing to see their, how grateful they were for us to raise money to actually build these wells so that they could go over, and they could just turn a spigot, and water would come out versus having to send these girls five miles away with these you know huge buckets on their head to get bad water and bring them back, and Wow. They've endured being raped and being attacked by, uh, by wild animals and things uh, like that. So, you know, you can imagine how appreciative they were to keep mm. that village intact. And so that really helped. Just like, you know, I've kind I've mm. of followed in your shoes on paying things forward and giving back. I've, 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 I've now myself partnered with an organization here in, in uh, some valley called Higher Ground.
1: Yeah, I want to talk about I, this. I
2: w- yeah, we, we created a campaign called Amelia's Everest. My daughter Amelia has, has epilepsy. And so, um, anyways, it, it's been a really cool thing as, as the journey for me has got, you know, now I know it just concluded, but as it got more and more intense and magnified and there was more coverage by various outlets, it helped shine a light, not so much on me, but through me onto higher ground in millions ever from what we're trying to do for her and raised over $56,000 on this particular campaign, mm. um, which wonderful. the NFL uh, through their social grant um, and the Raiders through some money. And so I'm very grateful for all those people that contributed uh, mm. towards that cause.
1: That's wonderful. And, and I'm going to join you at an event, hopefully this fall. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, make sure, let's make sure the dates coordinate. I, you know, it's a crazy thing for me is, Everybody's trying to play catch-up from a, from the last year and a half, and I've got to watch how much I can actually do because it's getting yeah. crazy. But with that said.
2: Wait wait, 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 wait. So let's talk about that really quick. If you don't yeah, mind, yeah, let's schedule it. Everything we're talking about. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. The, it's going to be in, in mid-September. Um, That's 100%. We're trying to tie Steve Azar into this and what this event is going to be is the NFL is doing a film documentary, which everybody will be have access to and be able to, to uh, watch. Um, and we're going to do a premiere here in Sun Valley, Idaho, to kick things off. And so rather than just show the movie and maybe have a panel of speakers, the, the people that were in the movie, obviously I'm in the movie because it's about me. Yeah, um,
1: looking forward to that.
2: Um, oh, we're really trying to make this into a grand event. And so bringing Steve and possible friends um, to that event to help really rev things up and to give Steve you some exposure here on on this side of the the, the western side of the United States and in particular mm. in Idaho, and um, you know and, and hopefully we can raise some money towards this great cause um, in. to higher ground and you know and use Everest.
1: I'm all in, and is Steve me. That's me, right? Yeah, I like it. That's you. Hey, you know, guy. I'm going to actually be in Idaho with some buddies, a bunch of songwriter buddies of mine are going to do a songwriter festival. I was invited to Sandpoint uh, in yep. September, so we'll try to coordinate that. I used to play Boise quite a bit uh, back in the day in in the arenas there and the, all that, and I got to see the, the Bluefield and all that, so it was pretty cool. Um, I, I was going to talk to you about your – your pod, and I want to jump into that, Uh and we're we're going to do that in the next segment. Let's take a break. I'm with Mark Patterson. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, like I always love to be. That's where I'm, I mean, come on, my feet are on beautiful Mississippi. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out so many cool things you can do. Let's go play some golf at oh at at uh oh Waverly. Let's go to Dancing Rabbit because I have a lot left. You talking about climbing a mountain? Uh, if you can conquer those greens at Dancing Rabbit, then it's got to be like climbing one of those mountains that you climbed. Okay, not really, but it's a glorious place to play golf. I'm Steve Azar with Mark Patterson. Finding your summit is his pod. You got to check it out. We'll be right back. Go on now, please wake me from the dead. I say go on now, please wake me from the dead. Hey, folks, it's Steve Azar, and my friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap-and-go process is quicker than inserting a chip card, and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to GBTOnline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC.
3: Hey, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. You can hear the show Saturday afternoons 1 until 3 right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Gary Klein and Kelly Jordan are our pros from the Bassmaster Elite Series. Mr. Whitetail Larry Wysoon takes care of all of our big game needs. Plus, Tom Dawkins and Ronnie Smith will help you build a better bird dog. Not to mention the fact that we just have a whole heck of a lot of fun with a lot of great guests. I hope you'll be a regular. Hey, we'll see you in the camp house this Saturday at 1 on Super Talk from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, a 40% chance of rain, high near 92. Tonight, partly cloudy conditions, low around 74. Your finally Friday, mostly sunny with a slight chance of rain, high near 92. Or your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 91. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. No-Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified Certainteed shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the metro. No-Drip Roofing and Construction.
4: 601-371-1051. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we
2: buy
5: There is! Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific.
0: Yes! Get your purse, sweetie.
4: Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing
1: department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, cerakoting, camo
4: application, accurizing, to custom rifle builds. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip.
0: Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. minute with Steve Azar right here on Super Talk Mississippi
1: the good and the bad always comes from upstream I'm all worked up right now in the Keep Mississippi good. Beautiful studio as we roll down a Mississippi Minute. All 61 of them. Okay, whatever. That's what my brother Joe says, that Mississippi Minute's a little longer. Uh, it's, a, it's 61 seconds, not 60. That's because of Highway Six. Anyway, never mind. My brother and I, we get a little weird at times. Uh, hello, Joe. Anyway, Mark Patterson is my guest. Finding Your Summit is a podcast. He's been doing it for a lot of years. has a lot of great guests. Uh, he's, a, he's a guy that loves to give back. Uh, Visit Mississippi.org is a place that you're going to, it's your next destination. Just check it out. Mark, um, let's talk about, I I know Gwen and I have just got invited to John O'Hurley and Josh Beckett's event. It's the Leap Foundation. It's for epilepsy in Vegas this fall. So interesting. I just got an email from the guys there. They wanted me to come, um, and I haven't done their event yet. Uh, Epilepsy, what's it like uh, to be, uh, to have a daughter and be so close to the, disease and And is it controllable?
2: Yeah, no, great questions, and, and thanks for asking you know the the, the bottom line is uh, there's various kinds of of epilepsy there's you know you you've probably seen or heard when somebody will have a grand mal seizure, and that's they fall over and eyes roll back and it, it that's awful and she's actually had a few of those um, and then there's another type, which she has, which are called petite malls, and they are daily seizures. Um, and with those daily seizures, uh, the the episodes is usually like, you know, five to seven seconds. She tunes out. So if you can imagine having multiple of those anywhere from, you know, when it first started, like 30 or 40 of those a day, it's Mm -hmm. so hard to concentrate when you're trying to learn. So there's definitely a, a learning disability that comes with it. But, you know, she's had it since she was eight. She's now 22, And she's fought through. She goes to the the, uh, University of Arizona. And she's just been so brave. She can't drive. She can't do the monkey bar. She can't ride a bike. Mm. But, you know, through medicine, we've been able to control it to a point where they seem to be way more under control. And she's having way fewer seizures than she would. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, you know, up to 10 versus, you know, like... You know every three minutes or something so Uh, it's definitely a gosh
1: uh it's just a difficult thing so as a dad what's it been like
2: yeah well you know it's heartbreaking when she's going to school and you know this was when in her younger 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 years when kids are uh more immature but you know for sure she's been bullied um Mm. you know the weird Mm. one um called stupid you know, all those things, and she keeps Awful. just fighting and fighting and battling through and overcoming these things, and she actually got a, uh, coming out of high school, she was offered a scholarship on the East Coast in Connecticut to go play volleyball. She didn't take it because she just wanted to be a kid, um, got into a sorority at University of Arizona, and, you know, she's just kind of, like, not let this define her and knock her down and lose confidence, even though she's had a lot of things that have ripped her right in the heart. And so as a dad I'm so proud of her for continuing just to just stand up and not feel sorry for herself and don't let other people you know define again who who she can be and be the best you can be.
1: You know Mark, you and I both know what creates absolute greatness in people. It's when they have gone through some crazy adversity whether it was self-inflicted or inflicted by others. It's amazing. You either You either crawl in the closet and you just bundle up and you disappear or you come out fighting and that your baby girl is a fighter. And I love it. And she's going to she's going to do already uh, incredible feats. She's climbed, but she's going to do amazing things in life. And you watch. And I just love that. And that's how we're going to end this thing. I want to I want everybody to check out my guest today. Mark Patterson's podcast, Finding Your Summit. You can get it everywhere. You can even go back and see a couple of ones that we did. Uh, It's just, uh, just wonderful to always catch up with him, Mark. I can't thank you enough. What you've accomplished. Let me finish with this: with only a few feet to reach the pinnacle, and oxygen at an all-time premium. Mark Patterson dug deep in the depths and found a way to finish the ultimate test. In doing so, he conquered a near-decade-long goal, found himself literally on top of the world at twenty-nine thousand twenty-nine feet. In the early morning of Sunday, May 23rd, 2021, the former Los Angeles Raiders and New Orleans Saints wide receiver summited Mount Everest and in doing so completed his seven summits quest. Mark, incredible. Thank you for joining me in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. I'm Steve Azar. I love you guys out there. Thanks for listening. It means the world. Uh, I love it when you come up to me and say we love your radio show. Every once in a while, I'd like you to say you still love my music because I'm still making it. But that's all right. I'll, ta- I'll take the love however I can get it. Go to visitmississippi.org. That's where you're going to find your love. Mark, you're the best, pal. Love you. Love you, too. I'm Steve Azar in a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. My friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap and go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires or you can contact your local branch. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC.
0: Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. A Super Talk
2: Mississippi media production.